Anastasia, welcome to our program. To begin, tell us a few words about yourself and how you came to be involved with Archipelago. Uh, I'm in uh, Archipelago for the past 12 years, and uh, the reason that uh, I have devoted so much of my life in this effort is that I realize that uh, You know, in the Greek seas, we have a unique biodiversity hotspot of worldwide importance, which has survived until today due to chance. And unfortunately, there's not enough uh, measures or actions taken to protect it. And that's why myself and colleagues in Archipelagos uh, are here year-round in various parts of the Greek seas, doing our best to defend and protect this rare biodiversity. Share with us some more information about Archipelago and how the idea for this institute first came about and a few words about the mission of Archipelago. Uh, Archipelago was formed initially by a captain from Icaria Island who, uh, leaving the merchant navy, realized that you know the, the immense problems that uh, threatened the survival of the Greek seas. And eventually he uh, formed, even though he had no funds, he just used his life savings and gathered a lot of us uh, to uh, carry out very large work to start literally from scratch uh, an institute which is now recognized in a worldwide level. And... um, uh, the, and its mission is to, what, what, what we call it, is that we were trying to bring to the Greek seas useful people, scientists, experts from a large uh, range of disciplines from all over the world who are devoted and determined to help uh, our efforts with their knowledge, with their expertise, with uh, their know-how uh, in all efforts related to protect this uh, natural wealth because what we realize is that if we don't do something now in a few years time it might be too late things are still reversible uh, but they might not be so in a few years time how many members are part of the archipelago team and what do they do uh, right now it's about uh, um, 60 of us uh, located in uh, different parts of the Aegean, uh, but uh, are out there hundreds of members from that are helping us from a distance, from all over the world, from the States, from Europe, from um, roughly everywhere, I could say. And uh, the team here in the field is uh, comprised of scientists, researchers, and professionals from a wide range of disciplines, uh, lawyers, um, journalists, and people who are uh, helping the scientific teams to not only collect the data that we need for our research and our conservation actions, but to make it also known to the public around the world and also to um, carry out the necessary legal or awareness raising or environmental education activities. So there's teams of us here and now in the Eastern Aegean. You find me on Samos Island. Other colleagues are in Furni, in Nicaria, in Patmos, and other parts of the Eastern Aegean, as well as in Athens. And um, 
So our main uh, work is getting ground data about whales, dolphins, monk seals, the rare charismatic species that we have in our seas, about fisheries impacts, pollution, but also about terrestrial wildlife, jackals, chameleons, an amazing natural world that still survives in our islands, and surprisingly, it's very uh, little known to the wider public. And you mentioned, of course, that you work out of the eastern Aegean, out of islands such as uh, Samos and Icaria. Uh, does your work branch out beyond that region to the rest of uh, the Greek seas and to the Mediterranean? Yes, exactly. Uh, we are, our main focus and our bases and stations are in uh, the eastern Aegean, but uh, obviously we carry out our work throughout the Greek seas and uh, up to Cyprus, and we're gradually expanding uh, throughout the northeastern Mediterranean because it, it has to be you know, clear that the, the seas are, are so interconnected, so all the problems that we cause here in the Greek Aegean are shared with the Turkish Aegean and the other way around. And if we don't cross borders, if we don't cross um, uh, and combine our conservation efforts with neighboring countries, we're always going to not be efficient in protecting natural resources. What are some examples of projects that Archipelago is currently working on? Archipelagos, right now, I think one of our most important projects is the creation of the first in Greece um, co-managed protected area for fisheries, which means that we're trying to get scientific data um, for the fisheries. Uh, after 12 years of preparation, we concluded in the islands of Furni, one of the oldest and most traditional fishing communities in the Aegean. And we're trying to give to the local fishermen and uh, authorities the scientific and the legal tools to be able to become the protectors, the guards of their fish stocks. Here in Greece, we have immense problems from illegal and destructive fisheries, which unfortunately are increasing due to the current economic crisis and uh, the port authorities cannot afford to repair the boats, they cannot afford to uh, have fuel many times to carry out the necessary patrols. So things were bad previous years, but they are much worse right now. So if we want to uh, make a long-term investment, that is to the local communities, which are really concerned that they won't be able to survive from fisheries in the years to come if nothing, if measures are not taken. So the fisheries for the data in Forney is one of our main efforts right now, and also uh, the protection of the highly endangered species such as the monk seal, where we have here in the Greek seas the last remaining important population of the species worldwide, and also the whales which are migrating but are increasingly threatened by vessel traffic and the establishment of measures to prevent and large maritime accidents are our main priorities and uh, that we're trying to uh, address right now. And you mentioned, of course, the uh, native monk seal population in that region. What makes the Greek seas and the Greek islands one of the most important biodiversity spots in the Mediterranean and in Europe? And why is this not known, like you said, to the wider public? Well, I think all this uh, amazing natural world survived 
just because we're lucky. We never we were never a rich country. We never had big uh, development close to the coast as Italy and France and Spain had. So we didn't destroy them as they did. So just by chance, we managed today, by 2012, to have this incredible wealth uh, of all these rare and charismatic species that are not found anywhere else in the Mediterranean to be still surviving in the Greek seas, even though we don't protect them. But this is a great... uh, fortune and a great responsibility for all of us, whether we will be successful to uh, take on time and uh, push the enforcement of the relevant protective measures, or if we're going to lose a species in 2012 or in the following years at a time, a day and age where everybody's talking about the environment. But unfortunately, here in Greece, nothing, very few actions are seriously taking to actively protect the natural resources, especially in the sea, which is even more difficult to protect than the land is. How have the local communities in the Aegean embraced Archipelago and its work? Initially, like, um, it's expected they were quite skeptical about who we are and what we're trying to do, but I think after... 12 years of really hard work that they see that we are persistent and uh, a lot of uh, very determined uh, people are coming from all over the world to help contribute our efforts. I think we are an active part of the local communities and it's really uh, inspiring and motivating for all of us. The, the, The hope that you sometimes see in the eyes of the locals when, you know, they look at the, our conservation efforts and, you know, we feel this huge responsibility that, you know, they count on us and nothing else in the preservation of the natural resources, which is great to have this acceptance and this uh, contribution from them, but it's also a very, very big responsibility that we have taken um, since it is, uh, the, the, you see that there's no other conservation efforts happening. Uh, at the same time, uh, I wanted to add one more project, which uh, I think you find interesting uh, that Archipelagos has been doing. Although we are a marine organization focusing a lot on the biodiversity and the life of the seas, uh, we had uh, to take up uh, and set up the seed bank of the Aegean Islands because we realized that due to the geographical isolation of the islands, we have managed to have saved, uh, to have existing still on the islands on the hands of old farmers mainly, the traditional old varieties of agricultural plants, varieties which are, you know, it's probably what you remember uh, in the islands with a traditional strong taste and uh, smell and the high nutritional value, varieties which uh, can grow with a little water and without needing pesticides or fertilizers. And at the same time, they have disappeared by 92% throughout Greece and similar levels throughout the world. So a treasure has been discovered by archipelagos. We are uh, treasuring about 700 varieties. And with the very little resources we have for this effort, we are cultivating them uh, to test that they are pure and have not been uh, uh, polluted or contaminated by foreign varieties. And we're trying to make 
ample amounts of seeds to give them back to the local farmers, but also give added value. So we, one of the varieties we're trying to uh, promote to come in fashion in the Greek market is a variety of anhydrous cotton known from ancient Greek times, which is now uh, growing in Sadorini by local farmers there, and we think it's a brilliant opportunity to bring this back to life. You've mentioned some of the projects that Archipelago is working on. What makes Archipelago different from other marine conservation NGOs? Uh, most uh, conservation NGOs uh, in uh, Greece and in many parts of Europe are based in cities and are based uh, are doing more lobbying and policy work. What Archipelagos is doing is that we're trying to combine the goods from many background disciplines. We are, we are a mainly scientific organization. We are mainly comprised of scientists and researchers, but we don't do research just for the sake of it. We do research for um, uh, only targeted conservation projects, and then these are communicated to the local communities with the aims to have an active participation and contribution onto the um, uh, conservation because we really believe and invest on the local communities as they are the ones who have to be adopt our conservation efforts. If they are not um, motivated, if they are not actively involved, then there's no real uh, use of all these efforts we're doing. So the local communities is what we invest on, but we try and use the tool of science and the participation of scientists, universities, researchers, and other volunteers, professionals from all over the world to help us give the tools to the local communities to protect their own resources. I understand that Archipelago is also developing collaborations with American universities and organizations at this time. Tell us about these collaborative efforts and how they will work to strengthen your conservation work and whether they might also bring Archipelago to the United States for some work in the future. Well, it was. Uh, I was very happy to have a very enthusiastic uh, response from a number of leading U.S. universities uh, spent with uh, several weeks uh, last December visiting and carrying um, uh, out presentations and brainstorm uh, meetings with um, leading scientists from Yale, Harvard, Columbia, and many other, uh, Princeton, George Mason, and many other universities in the United States. And I was very happy to see this active uh, response and the great interest that um, and such leading scientists have for archipelagos. Uh, for them, the Greek seas is uh, an unknown area. It's an area where very few scientists come to do research, and uh, unfortunately, Greek institutes have limited resources, so they don't do a lot of research here. So for the science, I think it's a, um, a very exciting, undiscovered area uh, where they can work on, and I believe that um, they are they seem very inspired to uh, contribute with their expertise and know how to our uh, conservation efforts. So we really hope to see over the next few months and years more and more students, faculty, and uh, scientists from U.S. universities to come. Archipelagos as part of the research projects, as part of their 
postgraduate or undergraduate uh, um, activities as part of field courses to involve the Aegean in uh, and the Greek seas into their uh, research schedule. And I believe that the, their involvement uh, will be uh, invaluable. Um, right now we have uh, completed a number of reports and projects with the Environmental Protection Clinic of Yale University. And Texas uh, UTA has been setting, has set up a thought module for the biology and IT students, which is taught here with us in Samos, in collaboration with the University of Aegean and the Democritus Institute. So there's a lot of motion around uh, this, and I believe it will be um, a very promising potential, which we really hope it will grow over the next few years. At the same time, we uh, aim to create in the States over the, uh, within 2012 a branch of um, the Friends of Archipelagos, so the equivalent, which will be able to direct in a more well-structured manner uh, expertise and um, uh, contribution from uh, the U.S. to uh, Greece and to with the aim to contribute to the growth and um, strengthening of our conservation efforts. Archipelago has been working on creating a network of stakeholders in the local communities and throughout Greece and outside of Greece as well. Would you say that this approach of creating the strong network of stakeholders is the way forward for conservation and the most sustainable way to go about achieving such goals? It is, um, I think it's the biggest investment we have made because the um, local stakeholders are those who we, who we expect and intend to take uh, and carry out the conservation actions. There is no, as you probably know, well Greek culture, if you, you know, you can't enforce uh, laws, you can't enforce just because the law is created or the conservation measure is taken. The best way is to raise awareness, raise the feeling of responsibility and the feeling or the sense that of common stewardship. And I think through the network of stakeholders among the local communities throughout the Greek seas and coastline uh, and islands, it's um, a way that we can uh, ensure that our conservation initiatives will be carried out and will uh, be, continue to grow for years to come. Greece is facing a number of struggles at this time. Everyone has heard about the economic struggles, but there's also environmental issues that the country is facing as well. Why should we not lose focus and, on the contrary, step up our conservation efforts during this time of crisis? I think that uh, what we uh, have uh, uh, realized less and less now in Greece is that uh, the protection of the environment is very important as a lever of development for the local communities. If we realize and protect this rare natural diversity and uh, all these rare and charismatic species which live around us in the islands and not even the local communities are aware of sometimes that we can 
have uh, developed more sustainable tourism, uh, we can develop well-organized ecotourism, which is very important for the local communities. We can ensure a viable fishery, which is um, uh, a very fundamental way uh, of um, subsidizing the island and the coastal communities. And it's the best investor that we can have uh, to have a healthy and productive sea, to have healthy and productive nature in Greece is um, very important um, even for the survival of, um, of the local communities. So it's not, uh, we shouldn't be indifferent to natural resources. Of course, right now there are many uh, humanitarian projects that need to be of focus and and there's a lot of such work carried out in Greece, and it's a great relief that this is happening. But at the same time, the environment and its protection is a long-term investment for the uh, island communities, for the coastal communities, for the wider public. And it will be a real pity to lose this amazing natural wealth that has managed to survive for many thousands of years, which has been recorded from the ancient Greek philosophers until us recording it today, it would be a real tragedy to lose all this uh, big part of our natural heritage uh, in a time of crisis just because we are overlooking it. What would you say to Greeks abroad, and in particular Greeks in the United States, as to how they can help the country in this time of crisis and how they can help your organization at this time as well? It's uh, seeing how the uh, island communities uh, uh, have a collaboration, communication with Greeks living abroad. I I can see from many authorities in many islands that we've been working with how much uh, respect locals uh, can take to the advice given by uh, Greeks living abroad. So any advice, any contribution, any initiatives involving sustainable development would be greatly welcomed. And this is uh, something that, you know, many times the locals living in a a small community, in an island community, uh, lose focus. The people who have not traveled a lot uh, frequently, the people who do not have a lot of experiences, so they need the encouragement, they need... uh, an association or an individual coming from abroad with a real interest to point them to the right direction. Um, if we talk about archipelagos, I uh, believe that there's so many projects happening and so much uh, potential um, involvement uh, available. So we would greatly welcome the contribution of uh, Greeks living in the States, or people from the U.S. who have a real interest on uh, Greece and uh, protecting its environment to be involved in it. There's a number of uh, projects they could be involved in, either by joining us out here uh, in the Aegean, where... um, we are in the various parts, uh, either on the islands or on the research boats, carrying out different activities, or by helping from a distance, from uh, with their expertise and background of on different skills, just to uh, support our conservation efforts, spread the word, and make more known the uh, target of protecting uh, our these rare natural resources.
In closing our interview for today, how can students, scientists, and professionals in America find out more about Archipelago and get involved with your conservation work in Greece? Um, well, our website, uh, which is www.archipelago.gr, is uh, where you can find a lot of information. It's currently being upgraded to a new page, but uh, soon it should have all complete information for anybody to uh, find online. Please feel free to contact me or other colleagues at Archipelagos to find out more information and uh, students are more than welcome to come and carry out uh, research projects and same for professionals uh, in the as part of the studies as part of getting experience and um, I think that there is a, a huge potential for professionals from a wide range of disciplines to be involved and to contribute either from a distance or uh, coming here in the AGN and giving a um, hand of support to our conservation efforts. Wonderful. Well, Anastasia, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you very much, and I hope we can frequently uh, be in touch to inform um, your uh, uh, people who listen to your program about uh, the rare natural wealth because there's so much unique biodiversity we are recording every day that it's very important to uh, share the word about it. Well, thank you once again. Thank you. With regards from Samus to all.